You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mashal's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm also here with Jason Bond, also known as Emery. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And this is episode number 34. We are recording on December 6th, or release on December 7th. A couple things to talk about today. Not much happening in, in the news realm of Overwatch, but uh, we're still going to talk about you know, uh, kicking off Season 3, some of the problems that people have been having there. We're going to talk about the new map, Oasis, because, uh, you know, Mikey and those guys missed it last week. So, you know, I'll leave it to Ja to come back and take care of business now. Just just joking. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about protest picks and how the Overwatch team feels about lever penalties, among uh, other things. Uh, but before we get to that, I did want to give a shout out to Mikey Meza and Dre last week for taking care of the show while I was gone. I mean, hopefully everybody noticed that I wasn't here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you guys didn't even notice. There's a lot you less, uh, there's a lot less holiness, uh, to the podcast. I get it though. I'm there for you, Ja. Oh, thanks. Bond. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. Good. I'm glad. It doesn't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, <laughs> on top of that, I did want to congratulate the Overwatch team for winning Game of the Year. I'm not sure if you saw that, Bond, but they won Game Yay! of the Year at the Video Game Awards. Now, I'm going to say something that's probably going to seem a little counterproductive. I don't think Overwatch should have been Game of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love Overwatch. I mean, I obviously, I have Overwatch on three platforms. I love playing it. It's a great game. Um, but for me, for me, I, I really think that either Doom or Dishonored 2 should have won Game of the Year. Mm. And now yeah. I haven't gotten around to Doom yet. That's on my Christmas list, though. Doom is fucking phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Maybe it, win, it didn't win Game of the Year because it had so much of the original Doom spirit in it, mm-hmm. and which is why it was phenomenal, you know? Like, it was unforgiving, and you, know, you were supposed to be aggressive, and if you weren't, you paid for it with your life. <laughs> that shit was great. Um, but, and Dishonored 2 was amazing, too, but I know a lot of people, well, not a, a good amount of people had some, uh, on PC, had some system troubles with it. I do know that. I didn't have a single issue with it. It was just all thumbs for me, man. Nice. Yeah, I really, really liked that game. I, like I said, I, Overwatch is really, really good. Great. I just, this has been a great, 2016 has been an amazing year for video games uh, in general, especially the last few months. I know the console, on the console side, it's been a bit dry, but for the most, I, I mean, I guess since I have, I have all platforms, except the Wii U. Actually, I should probably get the Wii U just so I can be like a gaming avatar. 
is you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the chaos emeralds from Sonic. Uh, yeah. You know, I wait. Is the Wii U even relevant anymore? Aren't they coming out with a new system? Wii X the or something? And now uh, the Wii X or something like what? that? What? I don't. Planet are you on? Uh the one that hasn't played a Nintendo game since Ocarina of Time. No, Wind Waker. Oh. That was the last one I played. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're coming out with the Switch, but when I, I don't want to get into an in-depth conversation about their mistakes <laughs> coming up. But go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, I forgot what it was now because I was all preoccupied about the Nintendo. Oh, see, tiny minds, Bond. Tiny you, can't, minds. you can't overload them, folks. You smell can't smoke. overload them. Smell smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I do. Uh, I, I'm Overwatch was definitely one of the best games. One of the best games this year, for sure. Uh, and the Overwatch team has done a, a great job with it. They did a great job with it on launch. And, you know, the, the there's definitely way more good on Overwatch than bad. And the chain, you know, and, and they're working on the bad for the most part. So I, I, I that, that's really great. I just do think that another game, well, two I have in mind specifically, should have probably won Game of the Year over Overwatch, but I'm not salty about it. That's what opinions are for, man. We can have those here in this country. Yeah, we can have those, you know. But uh, yeah, but and one last thing before we get started, I did want to make a correction from last week. Dre, Meza, Mikey, if you're listening, it's not House of Jaw, it's Church of Jaw, okay? <laughs> you gotta get that shit right, if you're gonna say it. You know, and I, w- I wouldn't even be offended that you messed it up if I came up with it. I didn't come up with it. A fellow listener came up with it. <laughs> and you know, don't disrespect her like that. <laughs> you, you gotta get it right. It is Church of Jaw. And it was funny, because Mikey was saying... When he when he was saying it, he was like, "Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say his hashtag, or I want to want to blow his head up, or something to that effect." But in the process of trying to, you know, spite me, you came up with a new hashtag for me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you got to look at you got to look at the bright side of everything, you know. Hey, uh, yeah, it's always about being a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, so it's. How, it's 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 Church of Jaw, not House of Jaw. And shout out to Eagle Eyes for coming up with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now that all that's out the way, all the Nintendo talk and corrections, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our top story. Top story. All right, so season three started... One week after season two, as opposed to two, which is now irrelevant because the whole reason people wanted season, you know, the seasons to be closer together was because they wanted to play competitive mode faster. However, now during the break, you can still play competitive mode. You just won't get SR. So they could have kept it at two weeks, which I still think would have been much better. It would have been much better if they would have kept it at two weeks because what they could do, they could have a cycle like this. You know, you do your season, right? And then at the end of the season, you put something new in the game. You, you drop a new character or you put a new map or both. And that gives the community two weeks to work on that character or map so that they have an idea of what they're doing beforehand. You know, because this, this, shit, this shit where they're dropping new maps and dropping... uh 
new characters and in mid-season, that's got to stop. They put Sombra in at the end of last season. Yeah, but... And if, and if season two wasn't so fucked up, it would have made a difference. <laughs> but go ahead. I was going to say, they did that too for Anna, didn't they? They did. That's another thing. I didn't... I'm like, don't do that. But the the thing about Anna, too, she was in season one, and everybody knew that that was like the test season. There were so many people who were like, oh, I'm not going to play season one because, you know, it really doesn't make a difference. I'm going to play season two once they get the bugs worked out. Spoiler alert! Never got the bugs worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I, I really wish they would not uh, put stuff mid-season. I'd rather than have a cycle where they are taking, you know, they, they are... Uh, you know, taking a little time between seasons, like two weeks, and putting stuff in then so the community can kind of get used to it. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't really need to to have a one-week break, especially since you can still play full-blown competitive mode. I'm not even talking about quick play with single pick. I'm talking about full-blown competitive mode can be played between seasons. You just don't get SR anymore. So, I don't know how many people actually participated in that, to be honest, though. But still, you, you can do it. But either way, here we are. Season 3. You know, uh, Blizzard or the Overwatch team admits that they fucked up placements in Season 2. And they kind of fucked up the entire season. So now they're changing things, right? They're, 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 they're flattening out the bell curve a little bit. And that's going to affect people. There has been a lot, a lot of conversation on the forums, on Reddit, on Twitter probably on Facebook, about people getting placed lower than they should. Actually, in the Heroes of Overwatch uh, Facebook group, there was somebody who, to- who today talked about getting placed lower than he-, he thought he should have, and I had to explain what was happening. So, but let's talk about Ja first. How did Ja do? Because that's what everybody <laughs> wants to know, right? <laughs> now, nah, but um, So I did place in Xbox. When I came back, I actually... I was planning on placing PC first, but uh, I think, I can't remember how it came to be, but uh, I think somebody posted in the club for, um, on the Xbox, the Watchpoint Radio Overwatch Club, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll play. And we actually ended up going, that night, I went three for three. Should have been four and two. Before I explain why, I want to give a shout out to the Syrinx and Timeless Soul that night, because we did play together, along with some other people uh, we played, and uh, we had a great time. Timeless Soul, I forgive you for what happened. Whoa, what happened here? <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I got I got to talk about it, because it's part of my placement matches, but um, basically, we were playing, uh, this was the, the sixth match, I think, and we were playing, and I was three and two at the time. And we were playing this team, and we were kicking the shit out of these guys, man. We were doing so well. And then and this just shows you the power of one person on your team, you know? Because, I mean, I had, like, 15K damage already. And again, the match wasn't over yet, you know? So we're playing, we're playing, and all of a sudden, we get a player drop. It's timeless. He had the drop. And uh, we're like, what happened? We didn't know what happened. And he came back. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, my daughter, she started crying. 
And so I was like, okay, like I couldn't be, I wasn't even that mad about it mm-hmm. in the begin to be to 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 uh, to be honest with you, because we played so well that our stats should have overcome that loss. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was rocking. The healers had super high heals. The DPS had super high DPS. We were beating the shit out of these guys. And then he had to drop because you know life. It <laughs> happens. Know, that happens. <laughs> life happens. And um, what it, it basically they just seized the opportunity. There was nothing we could do when they when they when they rushed us. You know, they they rushed us, and that's that is the power. That's how team based Overwatch is. If you're playing a team that is of you know that that's that's pretty decent they were a decent team it was just that we were killing it man like (laughs) on defense we were rocking hard like they they just couldn't they couldn't break through and uh they were still a decent team to play against because they gave us hell when when we were on offense uh but we were giving them more hell on defense (laughs) um but basically, like they were, they, they, our one person dropped, and that was just that was enough. That was enough for them to to get in, and then they took the point. And we ended up actually losing that game. But uh, you know, we, I, that that night I went three and three, and I didn't think, like I said, when, and some of the people were kind of salty uh, on the team. This is after Syrinx left, actually. Uh, some of the people were salty on the team, and I had to explain to them. I was like, "Ah, I wouldn't worry about it too much, guys." You know, what were that? That I mean, it's not like it's not like a loss once you place. Where even if you do good, you're still gonna lose SR. Mm-hmm. You know, your placement matches. I wouldn't worry too much about losing a placement match, a single placement match, because if you did well in that match, your personal performance matters way more in placement matches than it does once you actually uh get placed you know yep so that's why i told him not to worry about it too much like i said thomas came back he apologized it was all good i mean it's whatever it's not like i'm never gonna play with again i'd love to play with him again he was cool he was uh he was he was a good player you know Mm -hmm. so i was like sure yeah you know there's definitely no doubt so we will be playing again timeless uh Hopefully your baby stays asleep this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it, it was real cool. That was my actually my first time playing with Timeless. Uh, really cool guy. Great to meet you that night. And Dirt, he's another Xbox player. Man, we just can't seem to sync up, dude. <laughs> like we, the, he was gonna try to come to play that night, right? And basically, we were out of sync with the matches. And then we got together again on Sunday night. And we were waiting for our quick play match to finish, but I think he thought that meant we were waiting for our competitive, we were in the middle of a competitive match, so he started playing a competitive match, and now, boom, we're out of sync again. <laughs> so, we got, we got to talk about our synchronization skills, dude. <laughs> Digi. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely play again, too. But I Sunday night, I did finish my placement matches. I ended up going 2-2 two, uh, two and two that night. And, I mean, honestly, I can't we didn't have enough members online in the club at that time to to do a full six just from club members. I am positive that if we would have had nothing but club members, I think we would have been okay. Because I've yet to come across a club member uh, that's 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 bad, or at the very least, you know, 
can't communicate properly, you know, stuff like that. Because sometimes you don't even have to be that spectacular of a player if you can communicate and work with the team. Like, everybody I've played with so far from the club can really work together. Oh, shout out to Goki. He he helped me out on Sunday. Um, it's all about that yeah, utility. Yeah, it, the problem came in with the with the people, some of the people we had to pick up from the LFG site. You know, like, uh, we had one guy come in and... You know, he thought he was in charge, so he's throwing around instructions and kind of de- degrading people. And it's kind of like, uh, no, that that's really not going to cut it. And then we had some other guys who just weren't good. We had a guy who played Anna but refused to heal. Wait, what? Yeah, we, we, we had somebody from the LFG that came in, played Anna, and refused to heal. And then, of course, blamed us for losing. <laughs> So that that's the downside of using the LFG. I mean, like the L- it goes like this: it goes solo queue LFG club. That, that's how that's how it should go. Like the the you know the LFG is definitely less random, but the I, I much I much rather prefer to play with club members or people from Heroes of Overwatch because they you know they, like those people. Everybody the closer everybody is together the more likely they are to work together. And that was the problem. That's why we went two and two. Because we like we had one match. You know, so the first match was the first guy. He sucked. Uh, I think with the guy with Anna. So he left. Then we got the other guy with the bad attitude. And he left. Then we were just like, fuck it. We're going to go five. As soon as we went five. Done. Two matches in the bag. Easy. Easy. With all club members. You know, so. It was, uh, man, dealing with stuff like that just, you know, really makes me question how some people get by in life. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I think some people are, they get jaded or, or, uh, they just expect to be, okay, when I get in here, I have to assert myself and be in charge because it's it's, it's up to me. I'm the only one who knows what they're doing. (laughs) You know, I'm going to leave these noobs to the platinum promised land. You know, that is, uh, <laughs> that's basically what's going on. That sounds like something from the Church of Jaw, or uh, was yeah. it the House of Jaw? No, that's the definitely platinum. Church of Jaw. Well, there's actually, actually a lot of people that I, I, I've seen, um, in the forums or in some, like, um, that I've talked to, a lot of them have never seen platinum. Like, this, they, they were striving for gold last season. Yep. Or they were, you know, they were striving for platinum, but never made it. But you know what? Jaw's going to take you to the platinum promised land. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that, that's a promise play with job we're gonna go to the platinum promise land <laughs> i'm gonna take you to the mountaintop oh uh, just think of boondocks that's all i can think of <laughs> oh no but um i won't be there to do it with you go yeah, to canada <laughs> I, either way like my placement matches even though i only went five and five uh at the end of of the day i uh, still had a good time which is what's important. Like, I'm not a pro mm-hmm. player. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not a pro player. I'm in it, I mean, I, I enjoy competition, which is why I enjoy competitive mode. I like having tight competitive matches. It's enjoyable for me. But I'm not playing for my career. I'm not playing for money. So even going 3-3 three and three that night, I was still having a good time. The only time I wasn't having a good time was when we had those two uh, guys that I was talking about. That's the yep. only time I wasn't having a good time. So thank you for everybody who played placement matches from the club, had a great time. For those of you in the Xbox club, uh, if you need help with your placement matches, please 
uh, use post. Well, you can you can you can talk in the chat, but you know I think it's actually better if you use the activities board thing where you where you go in and activities and you post something activities. Cause I think I'm pretty sure the activities show up in other people's feeds on the Xbox. If you just use the chat in the club, I'm finding that a lot of messages get missed unless you look at it directly. But if you use activities, if you like, you know, if you want to get a group together, something like that, that shows up. Also, something that shows up uh, in the like oh four and people's regular interface versus them having to come to the club is if you start an LFG in in the club, or if you when you start your party, start the party from the club. And other people, when they go into their interface and they look at parties, they'll see that there's a club party there. So you might want to check that out uh, if you're looking for some help in Overwatch. PS4 players, I did not forget you. I actually did create a community on PS4. I just really haven't had a lot of time to kind of set it up. So uh, the I was going to wait till the end of the show. We might as well talk about it now. I created a community called uh, Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And I know uh, Megatron, I know you have, you told me that you signed up for it, so I got to make sure I approve that for you. But yeah, just go to Watchpoint Radio Overwatch on PSN Communities and uh, use the club there. We'll see. Hopefully it's just as useful as, you know, to get games together as the Xbox clubs, uh, the PSN Communities. But that is there for PSN players. And I still need to place PSN so I do want to play that with you guys. And I still need to play PC. Um, Goose Knuckles, we're going to play together. <laughs> we talked about. <laughs> uh, so, and these aren't like people I know, folks. These are people that I've met through Twitter and through the community. Like this, These are people from the community. So if you listen to this podcast and you want to get together and play, just reach out. I kind of want to play with Goose Knuckles because that name is amazing. <laughs> i have not yet placed uh due to uh that thing we call life so i am hoping to do it this weekend and we need to get together with that because that name sounds amazing i'm sure he's an awesome or she's an awesome person yeah yeah definitely yeah he already placed i think he placed in platinum oh yeah i forgot something about place i actually ended up in placing uh in gold i placed 24 at 2450 is where i placed in gold uh, here's the deal that I found, and uh, the Syrinx, he's, I, I wasn't, like, he told me how much SR he was getting when he placed, and I wasn't sure if the same thing was going to happen to me, but it looks like, just like Jeff Kaplan said, you're going to place lower, because at the end of last season, um, on Xbox, I was actually, tw- I ended the season 26, 25, but I placed 28.50, and this was toward the end of the season, too. Like, I placed, like, in the last, like, two to three weeks of the, the season two on Xbox. And I placed at 28-something, and I ended the season at 26.50. And uh, so I placed at 24.50 here. So, like, just like Kaplan said, you're going to place lower, right? And that's what I did. But when you win, you get much more SR than last season. So on a loss so far... The most I've lost is 20 SR. Uh, I've had two losses. I lost, the first loss was 17 points. The second loss was 20 points. I've also won twice since we started this since I've, I've, I've placed. Both times, I got 50 SR on a win. So, yeah. like It looks like you're, you're going to get more SR on a win because it's actually placing you lower 
down the scale and trying to help you get back up to where you are versus putting you up on the scale and pushing you down. So, if you play slow, do not be afraid, my friends. (laughs) Do not be afraid. Start playing your matches, you know, get together with some groups and win and you should be able to climb pretty fast because getting 50 sr per win because i don't remember if i told you guys i think i'm pretty sure i brought it up when i placed ps4 i actually i did a solo queue terrible idea and i placed 2200 but in one night i went from 2200 to 2700 because i won on a win streak and from my first win i was getting 50 sr so you can Really, if once you place in gold, you can probably pull yourself out of gold pretty easily right now. I'm gonna say, and if you if you disagree, feel free to let me know. All right, feel free to let me know. Uh, but I, it looks like you can. I, and I, guess I haven't placed on PS4 and PC yet, so we'll see if it's the same thing there. But it looks like wherever you place, you can pull yourself out of it. But just don't solo queue. <laughs> solo queue still an issue. It is. I mean, solo queue is a problem. And the lower you place, the more dangerous solo queue is going to be. Uh, that's the way it's looking at it at the moment, unless I get a couple of people to do with me. It's going to be solo queue. Well, you, well, first of all, you haven't been playing Overwatch the way you should recently. Okay? So well, you <sighs> need to hit, the, hit, that, hit that quick play pavement. That's what you need to do. You need to hit the quick play pavement. It's a bicycle. I have complete faith in my ability to go well, in fine. there and pick it up as Zenyatta or any healer. No, well, no, you don't pick it up in, in fucking competitive mode. You pick it up in quick play, and then you go to competitive mode. I have faith. So take your bike and hit the quick play pavement. <laughs> I have complete faith. So many faith. quotes this, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Hit the quick play. play you know, hit, go play. Some I got a couple play. of games in today. I did get a couple of games in today. I picked it up. Team was losing. Popped right back on my favorite characters. Was able to turn it right around. I have faith. How many games did you play today? Three games. All right. I want you to play six tomorrow, and then call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, doctor. So now is this the pharmacy job too? Yeah. <laughs> no, but um. We need to keep rolling yeah, with this. I'm going to keep going with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you, you know me. I'll, I'll play quick play matches with you. And we got Goose Knuckle, who you really want to play with now. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our, our, our friends on, on PC, Bond needs help. Hashtag save Bond. Hashtag save Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can send yeah. any tweets that are hashtag J Bond to underscore Ja underscore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we're, we'll definitely get together and play. And so once again, thank you for everybody who played with me on Xbox. I'm looking forward to playing with some of you on PS4. I know uh, uh, I am Matt AF. You want to play, and we will definitely play together, brother. Uh, so we're going to get together there and, uh, on PC too, we're going to talk guys, but let's talk about the problem. Some people have been having, I did, I did get a, I I put some feelers out there, uh, in regards to how people's placement matches have been going. And for the most part, they're kind of going, okay. I got a response actually from, I am Matt AF saying that, oh, not too good. I placed 2200 or no, you didn't place 2200. You placed, uh, let me see, pull it up. 2150. 
Right now, that's not that bad. Like, I mean, gold is because last time gold was comprised of like bronze through like gold, <laughs> you know, and that was part of the issue. Uh, so right now, that's not too bad. I'm pretty sure you can pull up uh, pretty quickly out of that. So keep your head up. And uh, Goose Knuckle, you did reply. You placed in platinum. Great job. He placed nice. in like 2860. Very nice. Very nice. Congratulations. He's trying to put, put himself in a diamond. Good luck. And if I could help with that, I will definitely uh, be there to help you out. Uh, so, but yeah, I did get some feelers. It looks like most of the community or the, the WPR community is. Uh, is doing all right. Our, our guys are doing okay, but there has been a lot of uh, buzzing on the forums. Oh, I would say it's probably just as bad. No, sorry, it's not just as bad as season two when people were complaining. It's it's close though. I would say we're at seventy five percent season two angst. <laughs> right right now 75 percent you know uh a lot the, it, the the new placement system is causing grief for a few reasons one there i think there's a lot of people who straight up did not see the uh the forum posts that the blizzard team made or the video that jeff kaplan made or any of the stuff from blizzcon because they talked about this several times before it actually happened. Uh, I don't think they saw any of that stuff. So a lot of people are like, well, why am I getting placed? Uh, you know, I, I won eight out of two of my placement matches. Why am I placed at 1,500? If you're one of those people who are wondering that, here's why. John's going to tell you. Okay. Um, and, and, and we're going to talk about a few things here. So you may not actually fit this group. But we'll see. Um, if you, pl- if you the, the, the current SR system or the current placement system, is using the your end of season two SR to place you partially. Partially, basically, it's taking your SR from the end of season two, and that's how it's determining who you're playing against for placement matches. All right, so you can go eight and two, but if you go eight and two against people who whose SR was thirteen hundred. 1400, 1500, 1600. That's gonna, st- even if you, even though you went eight and two, you're still gonna get placed around there, around that bronze, silver area. That's why this is happening. And a lot of people are upset about that. But man, I did so much better than I did, than I did last season. And look, I'm, I'm almost like I, I, I didn't make any progress. Like it, it feels bad. I, I understand that. It, there's, Really no way to turn that around. Also, things are happening where players who got pushed down last season, like in the silver, right? So there's a forum post. This guy had a high of 1,900 uh, for season two. That was his high. He plays with his buddies who are pretty good. His buddies were, last season, diamond and gold and plats. That's who the people he placed with. So when they did their placement matches... They those guys gonna end up getting placed around platinum or diamond. However, out of his group, he was the only person who was placed still in silver. I think he was placed like he said he was placed like in sixteen hundred, uh, at sixteen hundred SR. 
that's causing a lot of grief to people because like I, they're like I played with this team and the team did really well. All my friends got placed here, but now I'm placed here. Which, uh, to to a degree, if he doesn't pull himself up, then actually, to be honest with you, he probably can't play with most of his friends now. Like because there's only there's only a hundred SR difference between gold and where he can't play anymore. So that's frustrating some people, understandably. Understandable, yeah. But I mean, uh, like last so the last couple of times that we've gone unplaced, I've been placing, you know, you know, mid two hundreds, you know, or excuse me, mid two thousands and higher, and I end up just dropping, and well, you, it you sucks. Said, you, you, you said mid two thousands. That makes it sound like you're talking two thousand to twenty one hundred. He means like platinum, folks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I we place reasonably high. I felt you placed higher than me for both seasons. You placed higher than me. But what happens is we end up just like losing a couple and taking a crap ton of points, you know, negatively. And it sucks. So, I mean, I can, you know, I can totally see being down a little bit and then having to go and work up, you know, as long as the negative effects aren't as hard as they were. Yes. I did see a forum post where a guy was saying, I placed, the same SR I had last year, and now every time I lose, I lose 50 points. And I'm like, ooh, like, you ooh. probably shouldn't be where you are. <laughs> like yeah. Now, 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 when people say that, now that's closer to being real. That that's, that's the way it is right now. Most people who are playing right now, most people that I'm talking to are saying they get placed lower, and then they get 50 points for a win. 50 points, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and then they're definitely gaining way more than they are losing. So, yeah, uh, it, it definitely sucks for those guys who are who worked really hard and got better. Because here's the, here's the deal with what happened. This is the shitty thing that happened last season. Because the placement matches were so fucked up, and because, I mean, because the... Uh, you know the, the 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 matchmaking because of the placements was very fucked up. Where players of all skill levels were all over the place, you have these guys who were in silver that couldn't get out. Like once you were in silver, dude, like you know how hard it was to get out of that to yep. to pull to claw your way out of silver last time. Yep. I mean, I would say the quicksand really starts around twenty two hundred. Once you hit twenty two hundred SR. It really felt like you were getting just getting dragged down and dragged down, dragged down. I have a friend who, who I would say he's definitely a gold player. He's a gold player for sure, or at least what gold should be, right? He had a string of bad matches, went down to silver, and by the end of the se- by the end of the season, he was pulled. He was down to gold, man. Mm. He was down to gold, and it's because people are like, "Well, no, if you're good, you'll pull yourself out." Overwatch is a team game. Yep. You know you can't ca- like you can't really carry like that. That that's, a, <laughs> that's the thing. Like when you have people who refuse to go characters that you need to to beat a certain situation, or play Anna and won't heal. Play Anna won't heal, <laughs> or they go Genji. They don't know how to use them, but they know Genji's good. That that that's what you have at those really low tiers. You know, and it's very hard to 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 pull out of that. It's like like it was it was like quicksand. So now I think because you get more SR than you lose, I think it should be easier to pull yourself out. Because last time, remember, we would win three matches and then lose everything on one loss. 
you know, I mean, now it's the reverse. You lose one, or you lose two, but you gain it back with one win. <laughs> and more. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's, it's a little different. I think this season's going to be different for a lot of people. But a lot of people do feel that because their 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 placement matches are based on their previous the previous uh season's SR that they really aren't getting their fair shake. They a lot of people wanted a a brand new placement. Like they wanted to start fresh because they knew last season was fucked. They wanted to start fresh and that's what they expect to be like, oh, oh and I, I'm I, I'm almost certain that a lot of people stopped playing competitive last season because they got so low and they're like, oh great, I'm gonna Go ahead, and I'm gonna try my best. And I'm gonna get in there, and then they go eight and two, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, silver." Yep. <laughs> you know, and that's crushing. That is really crushing, and that's really the biggest problem they are they have with what's going on right now. I mean, to be honest with you, I really do feel that they should not have used last season's SR because the 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 you know I guess um the Overwatches the Overwatch teams plan was to just let the let the uh the skill ratings shake out over the course of the season and then everybody at the end of the season everybody will be where they're supposed to be and that's just not 100 percent true it's not mm-hmm. everybody wasn't where they were supposed to be at the end of the right. season. so i do think they should have reset everything they should have reset, you know, everybody's SR, and then they're starting with this season. This season, they should start with the new bell curve that they had. That's what should have happened, but they didn't. This is where we are. This is and still I the serious- testing phase, okay? Yes, I seriously doubt that they are going to do that because now things are going to get better. Now you have a much better chance of pulling yourself out. So over the next, I would say between this season and next season. These two, these two seasons, everybody will start to go where they need to go, in terms of uh, uh, placements, mm-hmm. in terms of where, like what tier you're in. And was it season three? So by the time we get to season six, everything should be fine. Yay! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but um. Yeah, I mean that that is the biggest gripe that I'm hearing. Everybody's saying season three. Well, not everybody, sorry, but a lot of people are still saying season three sucks and you guys need to get your shit together. And technically speaking, they are getting their shit together. But because of this, you really can't take because of what happened in season two and the fact that they were in denial for so long, right? You really can't take your SR to heart, guys. Don't take your SR to heart. Try your best and Sometimes your best isn't going to be good enough because you don't have the right team. So get get a get get a team together. Join a club. Join Watchpoint Radio Overwatch on Xbox. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, yeah, you know, try to find some people to play together with. You know, start using the LFG. Uh, if you if you're around, and you want to join one of our clubs. By all means, go ahead and do it. I think on PC. I've been talking about it for a while, but it, you know, I'm. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but besides Watchpoint Radio, Matches Buttons has like four other podcasts, and Ja takes care of all of them. <laughs> so I actually have uh, quite a bit of stuff to do. So I've been meaning to, um, I've, been, I've been meaning to really get my uh, get like our Discord channel together, so that we can have people from PC, or actually not just from PC, anybody who wants to come into our Discord server. <laughs> 
and uh, you know talk with us and play with us and stuff like that. I wanted to get that together so that people can hop in and we can have a community because you know it can be tough finding people that you actually want to play with. You know because there's so many there's so many jackasses out there. Yep. Really, like there there are, especially the older you get. You know, Josh knows <laughs> spring chicken. So uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to to talk to to uh to find people that you want to play with. Actually normally I st- I try to stay away from younger players, but luckily the people that I've found uh that I've been playing with so far with the clubs have been actually really cool and I really appreciate playing with you guys. You're 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 some pretty cool people. So um It's one of those things about getting older, it's just like, you know, you realize why, you know, older people when we were younger didn't really want to be around us. It's like I think you're like, you know, <laughs> why my older you know, older like family members wouldn't want to hang out with me when I was younger. You know, young people are generally, you know, you know, trolls and douches. And it sucks. But then again, you know, like you know, my girlfriend always go and say things like, you know, he's probably just some 12-year-old kid whenever I run into some being a jerk. And I'm like, no, no, odds are he's our age and just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that's the, the biggest, the, the best thing you can do if you did play slow uh, is try to keep it positive. Try not to get tilted. Try to have a positive attitude. And let's see what works for you. You know, make, you know work on yourself. Work, work on your skills. Make sure you have your, you know, the characters you like playing together and then find other people to play with and, you know, be the leader if you have to. But this season is definitely going to be better than last season. I think, I think, um, and like I said, we're always here to help you out. So reach out to us if you want to get some help. Um, but now we're talked about that. Hopefully next week, both bond and Mikey, uh, will have done their placement matches so we could talk about their experiences too. Um, but um, now let's let's talk about Oasis, which was missed last week because Mikey was uh, he was really focused. I can tell you, Mikey was really focused on making sure he put out a good show. Okay, he was really focused on it, focused so much that he missed the news that Oasis won on the PTR last week. So it's all good. Uh, I did get a chance to play it a bit on the PTR. It's kind of t- it's kind of tough to, to to figure out how it's actually going to be played on live it's different you know uh but i don't know i gotta there's a couple things i gotta say about it first of all it is the best looking map that they have absolutely it's gorgeous oasis is gorgeous i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be dubai the map smells like money like (laughs) that's it looks like it smells like money that's how good it looks i can smell it by looking at it (laughs) it smells like money What's the scratch uh, it, sniff say? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a very, very uh, beautiful map. Probably the most beautiful map they have. On top of being beautiful, it is. I'm pretty positive it is the most complex map that they have. And this is where I start to take issue with this map uh, for Oasis because, I mean, it's complex. Like some Counter-Strike maps that I used to see. <laughs> you know, by the way, for those who don't know, Oasis is a control point map, so there's more than one. There's three maps, and me being an idiot, I forgot to write down the three names of the maps. Uh, but there are three different maps, and, I mean, there's one map that's, I guess, that's pretty straightforward, but the other 
The other two are pretty complex in terms of all the different avenues you can take to get to different parts of the map. Which, if this was a uh, assault map or a hybrid map, I'm like, okay, I get that. A map where you gotta push something forward or take like you know take like you know multiple points. I get that. But on a map where the bulk of the battle is going to be in one place, I don't think the maps need to be as big or complex as they are. They they really don't. And one thing I can tell you, well, I I want to say that the maps are going to be very com uh, going to be very difficult to defend, but oh, you know, once you get the point, but I even proved that wrong. I proved myself wrong when I started playing on the PTR. And once we took a point, the enemy team just couldn't take it back. And I don't understand why. And the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, on, on let's say, uh, Nepal, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to certain maps, the enemy's only going to come from one or two, maybe three different directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's say two to three different directions the enemy can come. So it makes it easy to cover from a defensive uh, standpoint. On these maps, though, the enemy can come from four, five, six different locations. Like on on one of the maps, it's super easy for the enemy to get behind you. There's only six people per map, and it's not difficult for a tracer or a soldier seventy six. To sneak under into into the under portion of this map because one of these maps have like, uh, the the actual point is on the second floor of the map, or I guess technically speaking, you would want to call it the first floor of the map. Let's call it the first floor of the map. There is a second floor of the map, and then there's a basement of the map that you can kind of go through. So there, like, there's so many different ways to get around and surround the enemy team if they're on the point. I guess maybe that's that's why we didn't lose because when we got the point, we got off the point. <laughs> and we went somewhere else. Keep on just moving, moving, moving through all the objectives. <laughs> well, no, the, it's a control point map. There's only one objective. Remember? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Come on, Bond. It's only been a week. <laughs> I'm out of the loop. <laughs> Out of the loop, but yeah. So yeah, that's uh, maybe that's maybe that's why I'm, I'm thinking it through now. Maybe that's because it's the control point is actually pretty open. As long as you, if you try to stay on the control point and defend it, I'm almost certain you're gonna get smashed because you can easily get surrounded. But here's I guess here's another aspect of these maps, right? Overwatch is a team-based game. At most, you're only gonna have two maybe three people going off on their own if three people are going off on their own i think that's kind of a mistake i think you need to have like you know most of the time when you play these maps the team is most of the time they're together safety right? in numbers safety, you know, safety yeah the most of the time the team is together with each other so if almost it feels kind of like a waste with all these different entryways and hallways and ways to sneak around it almost feels like a waste because you know they're not going to get used. Especially with the way the pro meta works now. The pro meta is all about sustainability and sticking together. Throwing up that Reinhardt shield. You really don't see teams splitting up all that much unless it's like a Genji. Mm-hmm. You know? So you don't see teams splitting up all that much unless it's somebody that's harassing. 
everybody kind of gets together and they basically just knock heads until one falls. <laughs> you know, and so like the complexity of the map, I think, is going to be lost on the community because I don't think the pros are going to really use the complexity of the maps to their advantage. The community is going to see that, and then they're not going to do it. Not to mention, I think a lot of people, because remember, a lot of people who who play Overwatch don't play other shooters. This is their shooter. They don't play like Counter-Strike. And I think if you played Counter-Strike, you could appreciate the complexity of this map. This is complex. Not as complex as a Counter-Strike map, but, you know, so it's up there. Complexity here. Are we talking like, you know, it's like even Dust or, you know, on some of the maps, there are only like two or three places you come from. Are we talking like Fire? Oof. Not not as bad as fire, no. <laughs> I remember fire being fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, not, not, not as bad as fire. You know, I'd say you know, I'd say like a dust too. Alright. You know, maybe actually even maybe uh, probably even more complex than a dust too, sorry. Okay. You no, know, dust too there's only it's dust too is easily defendable if you ask me. There's like but. three places you're defending on each objective with that map. Yeah, like so and I, I don't want to get, I don't want to do inside baseball here with Counter Strike. <laughs> I know a lot of our, our listeners haven't played it, but yeah, it's 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 a bit more complex. Dust Two is a very popular map in Counter Strike. It's played in all the pubs, probably because it's not that complex to begin with. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it it can be as complex as some Counter Strike maps that I've seen, uh, and that's where I think it's really going to be lost. Now, another thing that I did notice about each of the maps there on uh, on this on this, uh, you know, in Oasis, I should say. They all have high points. All of them. Which I don't think I've seen any other... Like, I'm trying, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the... of the other control point maps. And they really don't have a bunch of high points. Like, the the, the most famous one, obviously, is uh, is uh, Li Jang Tower. The control center. The place where McCree... You, it usually is up top yep. trying to get you know all those kills or somebody's junk rat is fucking spamming from up there. <laughs> but usually th- there's not that many high points, and if there is a high point, it's not prominent. But the the high points in Oasis, they're going to be highly contested because if whoever controls the high point is probably going to control the map. Yeah, whoever control, and usually there's like on, on at least two of them. On at least two of the the Oasis maps, there is there are stairs leading from either side up to the high point. There's going to be a bunch of battles there. I'm pretty sure for for control of the high point. Because on one map, you might as well not even try to take the point unless you have the high point already. That's a fact. You might as well not even try to take the point unless you have the high point. I really wish I wrote down the name of those goddamn maps. I'm really sorry, folks. Jaws failing you here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's. I think high point battles are going to be are going to be huge on this map. And I don't. I, I'm pretty sure it's a con- it's a concept that's easy to understand, right? But. Because a lot of a lot of people uh, who play Overwatch don't play other shooters, they may not. It may not click for them. They may not understand why they shouldn't be rushing onto the point to get it when there's an enemy. T- when there's a, a few enemy teammates or a, a, a few enemies on the high point, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, 
beautiful map. I am very curious to see what happens with it. I am afraid that the community will not use it to its full potential. Well, if, if Overwatch I, was a more technical game, I think it would be an amazing map. Well, at that point, then I think we'll just have to show them how it's done. Yeah, because me and you were with the pros. Totally, totally. We we so. we we carry people to that uh, promised platinum league. Yeah, for the the, the, the promise plat. The, the, yeah, the promise platinum land. <laughs> so. The platinum promise land. We got if we're gonna start these things, we gotta get them together. Platinum Promise Land, okay? Don't be throwing me off, Bond. Platinum Heretic. Promise Land. Heretic. Trying to throw me off. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, let's uh, let's move on from Oasis, though. Um, oh, man, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm like, we already talked about placement matches. Sorry. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, I did want to talk about protest picks, which I'm not sure. Do you know what a protest pick is, Bond? Uh, I, you know, I glanced at it and, you know, I'd have to go and say protest, uh, protest pick would be if, say, someone leaves and somebody else gets picked into a match. No, that's not a protest pick. I don't even know what you read, dog. I <laughs> don't know either. I, I've been out of the Overwatch loop for a week. Yeah, I don't even know. He's like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I'm winging it. So, yeah. So a protest pick is when... Somebody on your team picks a character they know they should not be picking. Not to troll you, but they pick it because they're angry for various reasons. They may be mad that the team is not playing together well. They may be mad that they're asking for somebody to switch to a certain character, you know, so that the team has a better chance, and that person is not doing so. So basically, at that point, they say, well, then they're going to pick whoever they want. I guess maybe just to have fun or whatever. Or basically, they're going to pick whatever they want to make somebody else mad. I guess technically speaking, technically speaking, I guess you can consider it a troll pick. But it's, um, it's not really a troll I, pick. I don't think I'd consider it a troll pick. I feel like being a troll pick would be more like, I'm going to go Hanzo, LOL. you know. And I think the attitude's got to be there for that. Yeah, and I think that's what I think the the difference is here. It's the attitude between uh, troll picks and and protest picks. Like protest picks are kind of like a revenge pick. Yeah, I was gonna call it a hate pick, but revenge works. Yeah, hate pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, protest picks and like quick play, fine. But I I haven't had to deal with it with anybody in our groups. But come on. Like, uh, competitive is not the place to do the protest pick. That's quick it really play stuff. Huh? That's quick play. That's quickly, yeah. It's not to do the, pro the, the place to do the protest pick. By you doing a protest pick, that doesn't help anything. Like, you know, if, if you do a protest pick, obviously you're mad, you're tilted. What you should do is stop playing. Well, obviously, once the match is done, you stop playing because you're upset. Obviously, you're, you're seething. Maybe even even a little. Mm -hmm. I would stop playing. But basically, when you do something that's like a protest pick, you are pushing that tilt onto somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's bad. Because they're going to get upset. They're going to go into their next match tilted. And they're going to, you know, 
tilt somebody else. And I'm going to tilt somebody else. And you know what? Eventually, it gets back to John. No. <laughs> I don't want to say. I need to stop doing that because I'm pretty sure somebody might be listening to this for the first time. And they really think I'm an asshole if they're even still listening at this point. <laughs> I got to stop doing that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, no. But yeah, seriously, I, I just want to say, you know, because apparently that's becoming a thing. I've been seeing multiple forum posts about it. I've seen stuff on Reddit about it. No protest picks. You know, just if you if somebody is is actually trolling you, or they're not doing what you want, or they're they're, they're not doing what's in the team's best interest, just uh, you know, you got, you're gonna have to bite that one. You're gonna have to eat that. Maybe you 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 can still win, by the way. You know, so a protest pick is also almost guaranteeing that you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. You're, you're lowering your chances to lose. So you might as well just not even do a protest pick, finish the match, go take a walk. Which means go play another video game or something. <laughs> you know. Or go do work, that other thing that people do. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, go do something that puts you into your happy place, all right? What if they don't so, have a happy place? Well, then... You have bigger problems than Overwatch. <laughs> Take pick. <laughs> yeah, but that's I just I didn't want to spend too much time on that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, please don't protest pick. Please. Thank you. <laughs> uh let's talk a little bit about Jeff Kaplan. He there, there was a uh, a forum post where somebody suggested some uh actually let me read what the guy suggested uh should happen with levers. So he says, this is what he suggested. After three leaves in a 24-hour period, automatic, automatic 24-hour ban and loss of, one, uh, loss of 100 SR. Uh, after 24-hour ban concludes, three further leads in 24 hours results in a three-day ban, loss of 300 SR. After three-day ban, three further leaves in a 24-hour period results in a one-week ban and an automatic loss of one bracket and comparable SR. After one-week ban, Three further leaves in twenty-four hour. <clears throat> sorry, three further leaves in a twenty-four hour period results in a two-week ban, and for so forth and so on. That's what that's what he suggested. He was, and he actually got a. It was highly rated his post. A lot of people like we had to say. However, this is what Jeff Kaplan says: We appreciate this feedback, and we want to continue to be aggressive against people who are leaving in competitive play. We won't, however, use skill rating deductions as a penalty. The last thing people want is a highly skilled player ending up in bronze and being matched uh, matched against people much lower skilled than they are. Also, if we allow a highly skilled penalized player to end up in bronze and then continue to match them against other highly skilled players, people will perceive our matchmaking systems to be broken. Ultimately, we want to remove frequent levers from competitive play altogether. We just don't want them to play games there. I understand what Jeff Kaplan is saying, mm-hmm. but at the same time, these I mean, something something needs to be done about levers because that is a huge problem. Obviously, the ten minute ban that happens after you leave isn't enough. I have a good idea for this. Okay, go for it. I okay. So if you <clears throat> if you look back historically, when uh, these kinds of things, and I shouldn't say these kinds of things in game, when, when bad things happen like this, or people were just, you know, rude or awful or something like that, people would go and publicly shame them. I think, you know, like, say, uh, there's a deserter debuff that you get in WoW if you leave a battleground. 
or a dungeon and you can't do certain things afterwards and that debuff follows you around. Something like that perhaps being attached to somebody's, you know, to somebody's character profile. Being like this person has a high rate of of leaving games or they've got some sort of graphic over their character uh icon or something like that in the you know the match when you're hitting tab or something. That yeah, no, I I think that's a, a pretty good idea. Uh what public shame think, can do a lot to deterring think, people uh, usually. Sometimes. Oh yeah, you're right, it can. Uh I have to piggyback off of your idea, I actually have another idea. Um that doesn't re- re- uh, that doesn't actually um involve removing somebody's SR. But what if somebody who had a high rate of leaving, right? They get that tag mm-hmm. that you're talking about, yep. right? They get they get the tag. So what if at the you know, when these matches are being made, what if if you get grouped up with somebody who has a high rate of leaving mm-hmm. before the match starts, like before you even get into the game, there's a vote kick. This player has a high rate of leaving. Do you want to vote kick them? And then, right there, if they get vote kicked, it can backfill somebody else before the match starts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those things where how much power do you give people to go and do this? Because that could mean that that person just doesn't get to play a game at all. Unless they have to go through so many of those to get the tag removed. Well, they would have to go through that until... How about a temporary um, timer that gets put on it? Be like, this person just quit. This person just quit this many games in this amount of time. Do you want to kick them? Yeah. And then they have to... like, There's like a time period where they have to... Where they basically are going to have that tag. And then it goes away. And every time they get it, it stays on for longer. So encourage them basically being like, you have this. Nobody's going to want to take you in a group. So you might as well just stop. Right. Pretty much, I would say that. Because other than that, other than doing something like that where players know in advance that somebody has a high chance of leaving, I think the the best way to discourage somebody is via SR. We talked about that last season. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last season where it's like, dude, you know, these 10-minute bans or even a day ban aren't working because people still leave. Like, they really don't care. Yep. So what they do care, if they're playing competitive, what they, compa- what they do care about is that SR. Yep. You know, so like they need to like you know if you leave a game, mm-hmm. every if you leave a game, that game you leave should you know like you know well I shouldn't say every game because like I said they, they he said they're worried about high level players going down into bronze. How how realistic is that? Why would a high level player want to drop down the bronze? Right. The trolls are in the bottom levels already, and you can see that. By how many people are trolling in bronze and silver? So who gets? And gold. So basically, it's a matter of who's punishing who at that point, right? Like, yeah, I would, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that's a likely scenario that a bronze that a, that a a diamond league or a, a a master league player would drop down to bronze or silver or even gold just to troll somebody. That is a, that is not a likely scenario, right? I mean, the people who try to derank do it already. That's our, that's already a thing. People derank in all game, like people derank in league. People derank in Overwatch on purpose. People derank in Counter Strike on purpose. When I used to play Counter Strike, I don't know how many people I ran into it was like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm just here to derank." Sorry. Like, I'm yeah. like, dude, like, yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. But people do that already. They're not stopping anything. People already on purpose try to derank. Right. 
and they'll, it'll be those same people who try to do it. They just do it faster. I would agree. So, yeah, I don't really. I mean, I understand what Jeff Kaplan's trying to say. I just don't think it really holds uh, that much water here. Like, I really don't think that's what you know that that needs to happen. There needs to be stiffer penalties. I think the idea we came up with might be fine. So that's that's a good idea where you know people they get shamed. They have that tag like they're a lever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the team should have an opportunity. Like, do you want to play with this person or not? You know? Yep. And, then, and then we go from there. So, I don't know. Audience, let us know what you think. What Do you think Jeff Kaplan has a point? He's right. We should leave it alone. Or, you know, what do you think should happen to Levers? Do you like our idea? Like, let us know. Reach out. Communicate with us. <laughs> Please. No. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I think... This is like another one of those things where, you know, Blizzard says no, 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 and then later on they're like, yes, yes, yes. That's that's what happened with single play, with single pick uh competitive mode. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with single pick quick play. And we're I'm pretty sure we're not we're gonna see more of that coming. So you know, as more as time passes by and they get more data on things, it's it we'll, we'll we'll see changes that 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 need to happen. So hopefully this is one of them. But like levers are the worst, man. They are, unless unless your baby's crying. <laughs> so that's cool. That's that's fine. That's life. Not a big deal. Uh, but uh, yeah. Let's let's get into our weekly updates, and then we can wrap this bad boy up. Weekly updates. We only have one weekly update, so I don't even know why I segued like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the the weekly this week's weekly update is uh, that there is a holiday event starting next week. That's all we really know. Now I know on Twitter it says retweet to RSVP. I don't know if you're gonna get anything special for retweeting. I I don't know, but they are saying that you know it is starts next week, December thirteenth, which is this is the first time we actually ever got a uh, any type of notification that there's going to be a, a an event starting. And the reason they did that is because I guess originally you know be they were they would fear that what people would do is that they try to get to like level 100 mm-hmm. and then stop playing. Now that that's gone, they don't fear that anymore. That's a really stupid fear to have by the way cuz that's not <laughs> <laughs> I should say this, that wasn't happening at all. We did have somebody write in and say like his friends did that and they never came back to Overwatch. But my my answer to that is that I don't think that the, they were that into Overwatch to begin with. You know, uh, they got pulled away by other games. But even, anyway, next week, December thirteenth, there will be a uh, a holiday event, Christmas or uh, Xmas. Was it the uh, what do they call it? Uh, Festivus. There we go. <laughs> a festival for the rest of us. Hanukkah, <laughs> Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, it is going to be there. Uh, so it looks like the 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 map that's going to be altered this time is going to be uh, King's Row. That's what it looks like. That's what that's what's on the postcard. King's Row covered in snow. So that is going to be that. Well, I guess we'll ha- we'll get more info. I'm going to I mean, it was the 13th. Is that next Tuesday? Uh, it is, yeah. It is yes. next Tuesday. So we will have some information right before the show starts. So that should be pretty cool. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, when it, 
you know, when we do the show next week. Now, there is something I forgot to put on the program real quick, Bond. I want to talk about. We did get some user feedback. I'm looking for it now. I may have to push it to next week because I think it got lost in my emails. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Is this it? Nope, that is not it. <laughs> I get a lot of emails. Yeah, that's what happens when we, you know, I told everybody to start sending stuff your way. Yeah, so, oh yeah, this bond totally is the reason why I get a lot of emails. The only sure. reason. The, the absolute only reason. It's alright, so, I'm good like that. You're good? Oh yeah. I'm really, you know, Bond, it's, without you, you are the glue that holds this together. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm glad to know I'm I'm needed. Uh <laughs> here we go. Sorry. December first from Fake Savior, he replied back to the conversation the guys had last week about Terry Crews. He says, I agree with you guys that having Terry Crews voice Doomfist could be positive or neutral impact to the game. I personally would like to see Doomfist be voiced by Terry Crews to make him the most electrifying character in the game to bring out the hype. <laughs> Also, in regards to competitive 3v3, I think instead of character bans, there should be a handicap system and some capacity for heroes that excel in that format. Alright. So, um, first of all, thanks for replying back, Fake Savior. Not gonna dip into the competitive 3v3 that much, uh, but I will talk about Terry Crews, because I did think about this. I did, when you sent the email originally, I did think about this, and I love Terry Crews. Terry Crews is awesome. And obviously Bond, yeah, Bond likes Terry Crews. However, I do not want to see Terry Crews in Overwatch simply because he is not a voice actor. He's not. Uh, he did a couple of animated actor. films. Actually, he did, but he's, he did, but he did it as Terry Crews. That's okay. Dude, this is Terry Crews. This has been a bunch <laughs> no, of people anyway. I don't. I don't want. I, I don't want that. I. I. I want vo- like real voice actors because they give the character life. You know, I don't want when when I hear Doomfist, I don't want to hear him as Terry Crews. I don't want to hear Terry Crews' Doomfist. Okay, I I, I I have I have some middle ground that we can do here. Oh have Let's the go. voice actor doing the lines like you want, but put a couple of awesome lines in there by Terry Crews. <laughs> so it, so we can have well, if Doomfist is Omnic <laughs> like Mikey thinks he is, he can have two voices, I guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like voice actors, the reason they're different from regular actors is that they bring the character to life and get not just bring the character to life, but give the character its own personality. That's what I like about voice actors versus regular actors. Like, you know, you have Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty, right? Kevin Spacey is an amazing actor. He did a great job as Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty. But if that voice act, if that if that character didn't look like Kevin Spacey, it would just be you know a character of Kevin Spacey's voice versus a character that has its own personality. That's what voice actors really bring to 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 a character, you know. And every character in Overwatch has a very just through the voice, and you know Blizzard's done a very shit job of telling us the story of Overwatch, right? But you get a very good idea of what these characters' personalities are because their voice actors are so great. 
And that's what I want to see with every single character that comes out of this game, which is why, unfortunately, I don't want to see Terry Crews as Doomfist, even though I do think he is an amazing, I think he's amazing. He's fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I just don't want to see him as, as Doomfist. Like, I want an emote that is Doomfist when he gets in there being outrageous, shouting, Play me keyboard solo! You <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't want to see him do the robot test? Terry, Terry Crews is known for that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's got to be in there. Kaplan, if you're listening to this, get on this, okay? Make this yeah. happen. Make that you happen. Heard it here at Mash- <laughs> you heard it here at Watchpoint first. Watchpoint Radio, right here. Flaming Keyboard Solo. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so a couple more things before we close out. I already talked about the, the PSN group, Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Go ahead and check that out on PSN. I'll be making some changes to it soon, but uh, I'll be accepting members immediately. Um, also, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who has been going on to, uh, to, to, uh, iTunes and giving us ratings. Now, some of you, some of you give us ratings and reviews, which is awesome. I really appreciate that. Some of you only gave us reviews. Oh, sorry. Some of you only gave us ratings and not reviews, which is not a problem. Problem. The thing is, I can't see your names if you only give ratings. So I can't shout you out here, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, uh, so I want to give a shout out to Bob nine, nine, nine and a whole bunch of numbers after that. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was a recent review crossover, uh, one, two, nine, four. Thank you very much. Sumicidal. Of course, he wrote, written into the show a few times. Uh, thanks a lot. I am Matt AF constantly keeping in contact with me on Twitter. Thank you very much, brother. I am the captain now and Megatron seven. He was, he gave us one of our earliest reviews, but he, like, I know you're, you're in Canada. Because uh, you're on the CA store, iTunes for whatever reason will only show us reviews for the U.S. by default. And in order for me to see anybody else's reviews, I have to go specifically to their country code. So there may be actually more more of you guys who've done reviews and um, ratings for us, and I just haven't seen it yet. I am working on getting that fixed so that I can see everything at the same time. But r- right now, uh, I want to thank everybody that I have seen very much. You. It really means a lot to us when you take the time to go and rate and review the show after you listen to it. And it does help us out a whole lot. We really, uh, really appreciate that. So once again, thank you guys very much for doing that. I just want to shout you guys out for that. Uh, finally, I did want to talk about Heroes of Overwatch once again. Like I said, you know, its placements are here. You're going to need people to play with. Uh, besides the Watchpoint Radio groups on PSN and on uh, PlayStation and PSN and Xbox Live, Heroes of Overwatch is right on Facebook. You can join the group, and you know you can get some people, some good people, to help you out. I would highly recommend checking out that group if you are on Facebook. Um, also, yeah, sorry, one more thing. <laughs> sorry, Bond, I'm keeping Bond here. One more thing uh, about Facebook. If you add me as a friend on Facebook specifically. You kind of gotta let me know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I gotta, I gotta invite, I got a friend request from one person who I did recognize because we we communicate on Twitter. Uh, but I've been getting some other requests, and I'm like, is this just a spam bot, or is this somebody from the show? Like, what is this? Like, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, um, hit me up some other type of way. If you're trying to add me on Facebook, because I just don't know. Uh, but thank you <laughs> for for those who have. Uh, really appreciate it. 
now let's go ahead and get into the, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up so Bond can get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> um, as always, thank you for listening. We're available on multiple podcasting platforms, your platform of choice, whether it be iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we have an RSS feed if you have your own pod player or you just like listening, you know, going straight up to the RSS feed if you want the source. So you, you, you can check fix. that out. <laughs> yeah. Not that fix. Uh, we are on social media. We are on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash MTB site. Oh, sorry. Facebook.com slash smash those buttons and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Um, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm losing it here. I am <laughs> underscore job underscore on Twitter. Bond, why don't you tell them they can reach you? That's not underscore ja underscore. <laughs> uh, something with underscores and sims and keys and locks. Oh, like that God, one you're terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> you can, that's why nobody likes Bond. You know, somebody sent me an email. Hey, trying that's to, not true. Somebody, said, somebody said on that <laughs> iTunes review that I was even keeled and they liked hearing from me. <laughs> that is that is true. That is true. I'll give you that. No, nobody told me to fire Bond, but Bond doesn't do Twitter. John does <laughs> underscore John underscore, and I believe that Mikey is key underscore lock with an E, so K E Y underscore L O C K E. And you can get that so you can get Mike that way. Mike responds on Twitter, unlike some people. <laughs> Either way, like like uh, I said, um, we love hearing from you guys. And if you want to reach out to us, you have any opinions, any thoughts on anything we brought up, feel free to contact us. You can contact us at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. There's a contact form on the website. You can reach us out. You can hit us up. You can hit me and Mike up on Twitter. Or you can uh, reach out to us on Facebook or SoundCloud. We'll try to get all your comments there. Um I already shouted out a lot of people who have been leaving comments or the most recent comments uh, for us. Thank you guys once again. We really appreciate you when you guys uh, when you guys leave comments. Oh, uh, sorry, when you guys leave leave uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes or your platform of choice. Uh, and if you want to help us out, if anybody else wants to help us out because you like the show, the best way to do it right now is to. Uh, just go ahead and rate it, rate and review us on your platform of choice. We really appreciate it. And uh, just stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. And you go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. Whew, I think we're done. I think, I think we're good to go here. It's shorter show than normal. But I'm pretty sure we'll change that next week. Absolutely. <laughs> There'll be lots right. of salt. <laughs> yeah, lots of salt. Yeah. So thanks a lot for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Take it easy, everyone. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, December 5th, Jorge and David transmit in orbit. This week talking about the dawning, Iron Banner Rift, and Trials of Osiris, Widow's Court. On Tuesday, November 6th, Nick and Katie continue their quest to educate you on WoW lore on the Torn and the Goblin. This week talking about Azuna lore. 
On Wednesday, December 7th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week, talking about kicking off competitive season 3 and their thoughts on the new map Oasis. On Friday, December 9th, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SitRep Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.